0: Um, Jan
1: Grossman.
0: Okay, welcome everyone to our national Alrighty. monthly Peace Builder Call with very special guests tonight, including all of you. Uh, we have Dan Kahn, who's co facilitating with me tonight, uh, Dodd Maver, our founding executive director, Hart <laughs> Phoenix, and Jeffrey Weisberg, who co founded the Peace Alliance, and Cecilia St. King. Uh, Cecilia and her music have been recognized by the United Nations, the M.K. Gandhi Institute for Nonviolence and the National Peace Academy. She describes herself as an inner peace troubadour who performs original songs with positive spiritual messages. And I have her link. I'm going to put it in the chat for anybody who wants to check check her out. And um You may wanna open your chat because we are gonna put a lot of uh, links in the chat. If you go down to the bottom of your screen, there's a chat box, you just click on that. At the end of the call, if you wanna save the chat, if you look at the bottom right-hand corner of the chat, there's three dots, click on that and it says save. And tonight's call is being recorded and we're also on Facebook Live. And so I'd like to just quickly introduce some people. And um, I'm just gonna have them raise their hands so you can see them. And uh, whoever I call on, if you can go to the bottom of the screen where it says reactions and where it says raise hand, just raise your hand and then lower it after I, when I call on the next uh, group of people. So the first two people I'd like to uh, recognize are the two that helped me contact all of you, Lori (laughs) Russo, there's Lori and Kendra Mon. I'm not sure if Kendra's on yet. Okay. And then uh, uh, I want to introduce our managing director, Deanne Tate, and our board, those people who are there on our board. I know Judy's here, Judy Kimmel, and Terry Mason. Anybody else on our board that's here? Okay. Oh Liz, there's Liz. Yeah. You want to wave, Liz? Okay, great. Uh, I'd like you to t- introduce Nancy and our team leads. Uh, Nancy Merritt is the team lead for the Department of Peace Building. Any other team leads we have on the on the call? And Creeder is our um, international peacebuilding lead. Okay. And then anybody on the Department of Peace Building Committee here? If you can uh, go to the reactions, okay. There's Karen. Anybody else? Marty. Oh, Nancy.
2: <laughs> Nancy, Marty.
0: Hi, Marty. Hi. Hey, Marty. How are you? Laura. Hi, Judy. Hi. <laughs> Great. Great. All right. So. Our mission at the Peace Alliance is to empower civic action toward a culture of peace. We're guided by the five cornerstones of peace, uh, community peace building, humanizing justice systems, fostering international peace, practicing peace in schools and cultivating personal peace. Uh, The five cornerstones are endorsed in the blueprint for peace. And you can click on the link in the chat and it will allow you to sign the blueprint for peace which will notify your state and elected uh, your state and federal elected officials that you support policy priorities around peace building and violence reduction and you want those priorities reflected in legislation and at last count there have been 170,000 contacts to elected officials it's just one click to sign it. And then the five cornerstones of peace and the blueprint for peace support the vision and legislation for U.S. Department of Peace Building. And toward the end of the call, I'll introduce Nancy Merritt and she'll share upcoming actions and events around the Department of Peace Building. So at the time we planned this call, Ukraine had not happened. And for many of, this, of us, this has been a game changer in the work we're doing. There's renewed interest in advocating for peace building and infrastructures that support peace building. And each of you have been instrumental in this work and tonight is a time to be grateful for the bonds that we have cemented when we were all working toward that same vision and everyone on this call continues to carry in their hearts, the vision of peace. We know we we can't just dream of peace, we have to work for it, so that we don't ever have to again suffer the heartbreak of war. And we'd like to begin tonight's call by taking a moment to hold in our hearts all those who have suffered and continue to suffer from war. While Ukraine is currently aching in our hearts, we want to remember everyone. And before I read the list of all the countries currently at war, I want to invite you to our June call. Uh, Jennifer and Master Kim of the Peace School in Chicago will join us to perform the flag ceremony where the flags of all 194 UN-recognized countries are shown one at a time, and we send peace to each country. And then uh, each uh, flag of the state, uh, each state flag in the United States well, is well, shown, and we send peace to each state. Um,
3: yeah,
0: and Dot connected me with back. Jennifer and Master Kim as she'll be on calling, the call that Oh, somebody needs to mute. Uh, Dot connecting with Jennifer and Master Kim, she'll be on the call in June to offer the silent minute. And she'll also do that tonight. So after I read these countries, Cecilia is going to perform a song for us. Dot will lead us in the silent minute. We'll have a panel discussion and then a lot of time for questions and open sharing from all of you. And then we'll end the call with a song from Cecilia. So, in addition to Ukraine, countries at war, and that could mean a drug war, a civil war, ethnic violence, terrorist insurgencies, or a combination of those. And these are the ones uh, that I found, and, you know, there could be covert wars going on that we don't know about. Afghanistan, Algeria, Burkina Faso, Cameroon, Chad, Colombia, the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Ethiopia, Iraq, Libya, Mali, Mexico, Mozambique, Myanmar, Niger, Nigeria, South Sudan, Syria, Tanzania, Tunisia, Yemen.
4: Speak it with every word you say. Mysterious until you know the truth. As simple as. So oh, one power, can't you see? It's the power of the love in you and me. One power, one power, one power. Mm-hmm. We speak so many languages. Different clothing, different colors, different names. The difference is only dangerous when we forget that in the heart we're all the same. We'll remember once we close our eyes and see such distances were never meant to be. It's Muhammad, it's your mind, it's your soul, it's your sign, it's the universe, it's music, Mother of release it's the joy of inspiration it's the sunshine on your face it's the birthright of all nations it's the boundlessness of space it's the beauty
5: Cecilia,
6: that was beautiful. One power is right. Here's a a Zoom one power of love. Right, one of the children said that. Here's the Zoom heart. One power of love. So it's so good to be in this sacred circle with everyone. It's so good to see everyone. It's like I want to yell out everybody's name. Oh, my heart is singing. So thank you, Peace Alliance, for calling us together at this incredible moment on the planet. And Kathy, thank you for presencing Ukraine, Russia. And we want to dedicate this Global Silent Minute to peace through unity as we stand with our brothers and sisters around the world. So we recognize that there is no other. I am you, you are me, we are one human family, and all the work that we've done together over the years has been all about love. The Global Silent Minute was inspired by the original Big Ben Silent Minute. And that silent minute at 9 p.m. daily helped to end World War II. In these times, we are offering our daily 5 p.m. Eastern Global Silent Minute to bring an end to all war, to bring peace to humankind and all life, as we call for global cooperation, peace and freedom. The power of silence is greater than we know, and it, it is in silence that we experience unity. Silence as action in sacred unity. So let us prepare to enter the silence together. With a deep breath we activate the spirit of peace in our own hearts. And we unite our fiery hearts across distance. And now we invite all those on the other side of the veil to join us as we hold the shared intention of the healing of nations, both within and between. As we call for a world free of war, a world free of nuclear weapons, a world living in peace, through the realization of infrastructures for peace in our governments around the world. As the Tibetan bowl sounds, We enter our minute of silence in sacred unity as we hold our shared intention. May peace
5: prevail on Earth. Thank you, Dot. Thank you, Cecilia.
0: All right, I'm going to introduce Dan Kahn, who I'm sure many, if not most of you know. Dan began as district team leader in Florida, uh, was then state coordinator of Florida, and then became national field director with part of his time spent in uh, the DC office. And Dan was planning the national peace builder calls up until a year ago when he passed the baton to me. Uh, Dan is currently co-executive director of the our executive co-director of the Florida Restorative Justice Association, and he also volunteers with the Community Connections Restorative Justice Program, and Dan is going to moderate the, the panel tonight with Dot, Hart, and Jeffrey. So Dan, thank you so much. Over to you.
7: Thanks so much, Kathy. And it was such a pleasure and a relief to pass the baton into your capable hands. Sure, everyone on the call will agree it could not have been a better segue. Um, So uh, I think folks on the call may relate to this. As I started getting deeper into the Peace Alliance, uh, went from being a congressional liaison to congressional district leader, et cetera, the deeper I got, the sweeter it was. It was beautiful from the outset. And I I just wanted more and more of connection with folks who were really walking their talk and trying to to live peace and build more peace in the world. And three of the folks that really were at the heart of things back then and continue to be such movers and shakers are are Hart, Jeffrey, and Dot. They hardly really need any introduction um, to a lot of the people on this call but I'll I'll go ahead and and give them the introduction anyway, just to fill in some of the details of what folks may not know or may not have heard recently. Uh, Dot Maver's keynote and passion is inspiring cooperation on behalf of the common good. Dot was the founding executive director of the Peace Alliance, as you've heard, and was one of many who served in the Kucinich for President campaign and then became part of the initial building of support for a department of peace. Presently, Dot is co-founder of the Global Silent Minute and serves on the board of directors with the River Phoenix Center for Peacebuilding and the National Peace Academy, and she is a member of the Evolutionary Leaders Circle. Jeffrey Weisberg has been a Florida certified mediator for the past 25 years. He's a co-founder of the Peace Alliance and served on the board of the Peace Alliance Educational Institute for several years and motivated by the work to create a cabinet level Department of Peace, Jeffrey co founded the River Phoenix Center for Peacebuilding, RPCP, where he designed, developed, and implemented a wide range of programs and services that inspired prevention and intervention and restorative strategies to move from conflict to healing. He's currently the executive director of RPCP, working with youth and adults to bolster alternatives to the punitive model of justice. Jeffrey is also co-author of the little book of restorative justice, a restorative path toward justice. Hart Phoenix for over five decades has worked as an educator, activist and champion of the environment, animal rights, social justice, peace building and gender equality. She's also a co-founder of the Peace Alliance and the Peace Alliance Educational Institute and was inspired to create a model department of peace in a local community to bring nonviolent solutions to conflicts, hence the birth of RPCP. Hart is co-founder and president of the board of RPCP and has developed successful partnerships with the Department of Juvenile Justice, the Police Department, the Sheriff's Office, Alachua County Schools and countless other organizations through her tireless efforts to launch and drive the work of embedding best and next practices in the field of restorative conflict resolution. She's past president and current board member of the Florida Restorative Justice Association and her passion and commitment to nonviolence have been the center point of her life as evidenced by her celebration of over 44 years of vegan living. So this is our panel. So as you've heard, um, their time with the Peace Alliance was a part of this mosaic, this um, building movement uh, towards peace building in lots of different areas. So my first question for for all of them uh, is around that. uh, The relationship between your time with the Peace Alliance and the other work that you've done. So how has that experience with the Peace Alliance influenced or supported some of your other endeavors that we've been hearing about? What's What's the relationship between this work and that work anybody want to go first
8: i could go first Hi, i'm happy to see you all i mean look at us the longevity of these relationships built on love and 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 everlasting so thank you all for being here so um i would say that the my experience at the peace alliance just totally changed my whole way of thinking and knowing, knowledge base. I mean, you know, I was an activist for very many years in, in specific to a certain area. There was environment, I was really into it and, and, and brought myself to the other pieces of animal rights and, and social justice. But when I got involved with the Peace Alliance, we. We created a family together. We created an cr- incredible movement. And um, the possibilities that, that we were standing for were so dramatically unique. And I have to say that, you know, Dennis Kucinich was a, a real, his, his very beginning of talking about what peace really was and what ne- weapons of mass destruction were really changed my whole way of thinking because I was thinking of peace always, again, as, the, as no wars in the world. We're gonna stop the wars, we're gonna stop the wars and realize that the wars are inside of us. They're in our families, they're in our communities, they're in our cities, country and world. And so the depth of that brought me to, to say, I have learned so much through the conferences we did, through the talks we had, um, through the experiences that we had lobbying, just learned so much about humanity and how we worked, and decided that uh, we would take what we learned and bring it to a small community whether, rather than wait for a department of peace nationally, because it would figured it would take a little bit of time. And maybe we could make more headway if we created a model, a comprehensive model, and brought it to a small community. We just happened to be living in a, a perfect size community in Gainesville, Florida. And so we started the River Phoenix Center for Peace Building which and with this kind of overarching level of, um, of taking the pieces that we learned through the Peace Alliance, through all that we did and brought it into, a, um, manifested it into an actual model, not only a model, but a, a teeth, Teaching modality and always intertwined with the love and respect for all of you that have sustained the Peace Alliance to this day. While I remained on the board for many, many years. Oh, I was young when we started. Oh, you should have known me then, those of you that didn't, you know, for many, many years. Um, it, is, it is Judy and Terry uh, in particular, and then the other mm-hmm. incredible and well, I was gonna say, and then the people like Nancy and Anne that kept the ball rolling in terms of the Department of Peace Legislation.
3: That's me. Dot, would you like to go next?
8: Thank
6: you, Jeffrey. I would love to go next. Yeah, the Peace Alliance has really uh, informed so much of my thinking, too. And I was younger then, too, Hart. Come on.
8: (laughs) I remember, believe me.
6: Remember? Yeah, I remember. We were all younger then. And in fact, David just made a comment, a private comment to me. You touch my heart as always, David. So, yeah. But you know what? We're still young at heart, And I can remember right after 9-11, and Nina Meyerhoff, many of you know Nina, and she's now with One Humanity Institute. <clears throat> uh, and right after that, when she came back to Vermont and we met together and we said, let's invite some of our friends. We have to do something for the children. And we ended up doing a Share the Spirit of Peace Summit in Vermont, and then ended up doing like seven of them around the world. And we, So when we all met, we said, who should we have keynote? And we thought, oh, David Eisenhower, for sure, he was right there at, uh, in Vermont. And then Nina goes, and Dennis uh, Kucinich, she says, and we all go, who's that, right? So and, and with, of course, he had just introduced the bill, HR 808, July 1st, 2001. And as she described that, and we learned how to pronounce his name, when he showed up for the Share the Spirit of Peace Summit. It was amazing, and it's like the rest is history in a way. So the Peace Alliance, for me, tied to mm-hmm. uh, at the heart of institutionalizing peace on this planet, and particularly domestically in the United States of America, as we attempt to find our footing at this time, a very challenging time, uh, has just as I said, informed everything. And in fact, the next step beyond that, as you know, was a National Peace Academy. That's always been my favorite part of that bill. And so, as Hart, as you just said, you know to to work so closely with River Phoenix Center and take all those principles and ideas and put them into practice and and really start to demonstrate how we do this, how we institutionalize peace. Because, yeah, peace is not the opposite of war, nor is it the absence of violence, right? It's a dynamic unto itself. So I'm excited to be here this evening, my evening, whatever it is for everybody else, but with, with everyone on this call, because there are things happening right now that maybe we'll get to later as well that are really exciting at this moment in time for all of us, regardless of our chronological age. While we're still on this side of the veil, we have some work to do folks. So excited to be here.
3: Yeah, hello everyone, good evening. This is such a delight and pleasure to be here. And as you were sharing heart, I was going back even um, earlier to the Global Renaissance Alliance. And our work with Marianne and the the first conference that Hart and I went to at American University where we met um, Lynn McMullen and Matthew and um, that that work of bringing um, like tough minds and tender hearts as Marianne would say and and having political discourse but informed by a higher consciousness and we had those circles here in Gainesville, as I know many of us on this call had uh, around the country, to really practice uh, educating ourselves, but also grounded in a place of compassion and understanding. And so that, that's truly informed me and my work, my development, and, and what we do at RPCP, um, because you know, we we have some fundamental differences and, and profound polarization. And um, where I don't agree with a whole lot of what the other, you know, different communities, different perspectives might believe. And yet um, the practice of building bridges of understanding and cooperation. So the the work that I experienced through the Global Renaissance Alliance and and the Peace Alliance um, has has truly enabled me to grow my muscle of holding the space for conflict, holding the space for for differences. Um, And one evidence of that is the police youth dialogues that we've been running for the last Uh, about eight years or so where we've done we brought together over 1200 police officers and 2000 youth um, to help create conversations of understanding and I remember in our lobbying you know where yeah we're going to see this Republican or this person we really don't agree with but always finding common ground and at the core of it is this practice of of solutionaries what are we really going for so those have been really fundamental for me
7: Thank you, beautiful. Thanks, thanks to you all. Um, I wanna check in with Kathy, because I wanna wanna make sure that there's time for discussion and question and answer. I have several other questions. Do we have time for one more or tell me how much time we have? Oh, you're you're muted right now, Kathy.
0: (laughs) Oh, you've got a lot, at least another 10 or 15 minutes.
7: 10 or 15, okay, Okay, good. So um, next question, are there one or two examples of peace-building practices that are, are particularly inspiring or exciting to you right now that you'd like people to know more about, either specific programs or specific areas where there's a stuff that's happening or it's on the frontiers of that you really want to share about? I know you, you've all shared a little bit about some stuff. Is there anything else that you haven't mentioned that you want to shine a light on?
3: Well, for, for me... Um we have a, a relationship the US State Department has a program called IreX that brings fellows from around the world from about 80 or 90 countries to a, a host organization for four months and so we've been doing it for about eight years and we had a woman from Ukraine um, who was living with us for four months and and we got the we had the opportunity to travel to her home community and milninsky and um, and, and to to, you know, walk in um, um, Kiev, where there's this incredible destruction happening right now. And And so what we're really looking at is is how do we begin or or continue and deepen community conversations between all of us and anybody who's willing to come together. But in particular, um, as I was sharing earlier with Dan that, Ukrainians and Russians are super close in relationship. They have family, et cetera. And so a big part of our work is to create uh, collaborative opportunities to to rebuild and to find common ground for um, people within those communities.
0: Great, thank you. Dan, you were tracking time better than me.
7: It is time for Q&A. Okay.
0: Okay. So we're gonna open this up to everybody on the call. And any question you want to ask of uh, Dot or Hart or Jeffrey or Dan, I've also put some questions in the chat as thought starters. What does being on this call mean for you? What originally called you to the vision of a Department of Peace? How has Ukraine affected your activism? What is yours to do in the world or whatever's alive in you? Um, Feel free to raise your hand and we will call on you.
6: A dot. Thank you. While people are getting ready, thinking about what they're going to respond to there, Kathy, I just want to come back to Ukraine for a minute. And Jeffrey, as you were saying that the dialogues that uh, River Phoenix Center is putting forth uh, with Maria are outstanding. And I want to go back to One Humanity Institute and just lay two, two seeds into our field. The One of the things that's happening on the ground when you ask the question about practices and programs, Dan, is there are so many people who want to assist and One Humanity Institute is now playing a role uh, in Poland and renovating the Auschwitz Bakery and now talking with the government there about renovating the SS Barracks to provide housing. Uh, for, they don't wanna say refugees, for guests. And with that, at the same time, within the bakery, there's a resource room and we're getting, uh, we're going to get computers donated now so that we can set up a, a digital classroom so that the youth coming across the border can then hook back into with the youth in Ukraine. And we've got lots of peace educators and others who are offering programs, practices, etc. And one of the best places to take a look at some of that is uh, the global campaign for peace education, which we're all quite familiar with. Uh, But anyway, with that happening, the other, the second seat, I just want to lay in the field and then I'll be quiet, is that it's Dan Kreider, you have been leading for such a long time this UN resolution committee within the Global Alliance for Ministries and Infrastructures for Peace, which the Peace Alliance helped found back in 2005. I just want to seed a thought that we could all hold together. Wouldn't it be wonderful for Ukraine to step forward as the lead country with a UN resolution right now, with so many other countries who are poised with their support of a culture of peace and lots of other things tied to that? and really take a step forward uh, to make war
0: archaic. Thank you. Thank you, Dot. So anybody have any comment they want to make? Um, If you could uh, go down to the reactions and raise your hand so we can see you or raise a physical hand.
5: Lynn has her hand raised, Kathy.
9: Great.
0: Right. Lynn. Hello,
9: everyone. Oh, it's just so lovely to see all of you. Uh, I I think what, the first question that you put in the chat of what does being on this call mean for me? I, I'm thinking back so many years of all the time we spent together in so many ways. And uh, I'm uh, not as active as I once was. However, I went on in my life to do work with Rita Marie Johnson in the connection practice. And so everything that I learned from all of you, what has shaped me in, let's say, my middle years. Uh, And it, it just helps me every single day of my life to remember who I want to be on the planet, whatever I'm doing. and so I'm just in such gratitude uh, for all of you and uh, currently my my focus is working on gun violence prevention, which is so critical uh, these days. We're working with the main legislature to pass bills and so everything I learned from all of you about lobbying and so forth it just really comes in in handy so, Uh, I'm just, I guess I would just say I'm just in love with all of you and always will be. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Barbara. I mean, uh, Lynn, Barbara, you're next.
10: Thank you. Thank you. I'm just so thrilled to see everybody here. It's so beautiful to see your faces and so hopeful. Like somebody said, our work is not done. And so I just wanna share quickly, um, one of the things I experienced with all our work together was that there was a part missing for me personally, and that was spirit, really actively putting this in. And so in the meantime, I became an interfaith, interspiritual minister. Yahoo, yay, outside on the street, really on the street, doing movement chaplaincy on the street. That's where I'm going, but I didn't know where exactly. Uh, But just recently, I'm talking about the beginning of this week, two days ago, um, some of the circles that I'm in for peace have intersected with some of the peace circles in Ukraine. And we now have a, I just put it in Facebook, or well, maybe I didn't click the right button. Um, and there we go. It's If you wanna follow this, uh, the Sunflower Birthing Circles on Facebook, it's about to become a website. So the mothers, so there's doulas and midwives who are helping the mothers who are pregnant in Ukraine come across to be able to birth their babies in safe conditions and then to find housings and they're calling the houses, sister houses. It feels to me like another dimension of the peace alliance has exploded uh, into this, um, in in the midst of this violence, there is this sunflower that is growing and blooming and the work that is being done uh, is, all really grassroots and simply people who don't know how to do some of these things stepping up and say, I don't know how to do this, but I'm willing to help. And of course, fundraising is one of them. And so the green tent circles is one of the ones that I'm part of with Ann Smith and a lot of the women who were at the United Nations Commission on the Status of Women for many years. We're still doing that. Um, So I just want to say that it's uh, awesome. And thank you for seeing all your faces and check it out.
0: Thank you Barbara. so uh, I'm gonna go to Jan then Marty
1: then Terry. Jan hi everyone first of all one thing that this call means to me is I'm just feeling so moved because some of our we've made some of our best friends through this work and just seeing you all just really moves me so thank you for this opportunity. Um, so personally, I'm, I, I'm a life coach and spiritual coach now, have been for many years. I've felt my son, Rob Atkinson, pulling me from beyond the veil to do this work. And I'm working with a lot of world changers that, um, that are and will be doing some wonderful work. And I also wanted to give a shout out to John McNeil and Christine Elliott, um, especially Christine, who has done such amazing work uh, helping uh, Wendy Craig Purcell um, start the anti-racism institute that uh, will it has now gone national and maybe even international. And I was hoping that that uh, Christine might wanna talk about that a little bit because I think it's such wonderful work and, and John and I have both benefited from it and educated ourselves from it and even led groups from it. So thank you for putting on the call and, and I'll continue to look for ways that inspire me to, to help.
0: Thank you, Jan. Marty, are you muted? Uh, Marty, I'll go to Terry and come back to you.
11: Terry, sure. Um, I, I recently shared this with some of the folks on the call. I shared it with Judy um, when the war just began in Ukraine, and Judy said, "War is obsolete. This is it has to stop." And I shared a quote. I don't remember who wrote it. It was an article that I had shared. But the quote was, "War is a pathetic, brutal, outdated." Lack of imagination. And that quote stuck with me. And I just want to invite everyone here to invigorate enliven your imagination. Bring your imagination forward. If that is a lack of imagination, let's bring all our imagination forward. What can we create? What can we imagine? What can we imagine could be real in this world? And let's make that Let's do that.
0: Thank you, Terry.
2: Marty? Oh, I just I just want to say what an honor it is to be on this call and all the people that have truly inspired me. I have been anti-war all my life and working until I met Judy Kimmel and she changed my verbiage into peace. And, um, in 2008, I had a business plan done on Middlebury, uh, M I I S on peace being profitable. And I was honored to have Judy on my Afghanistan conference and my, um, one on green architecture, I believe. So, um, from there I went on and did one with, um, Sudan and, uh, I had a young girl, Ronica Berry, that I taught, brought to meet Dot Maver with Dr. Atkins. We had lunch once. I don't know if you remember, but um, what's very interesting is I just want to say, and and also Nancy Meredith is just my idol here. I'm going to do a bronze for her. Um, the. Um, I feel like all the energy that we've put out is, been, is crashing back, at least for me. And um, one of the things I wanted to do is um, to bring the National Peace Academy down to the Middlebury Institute. And I did, I brought Dr. Atkins down, uh, you know, they, they loved it. And then, you know, that's been like 10 years. Well, two weeks ago, one of the professors, Marie Butcher, who has been was is taking over some of Jan Black's classes. And I know you all know Jan from Amnesty International. So my girlfriend takes me to lunch and she says, Marty, we have to get your business plan up and going because um, peace is profitable is much better. I just don't want to talk to my students about war anymore. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get connected with the National Peace Academy. And uh, I go, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I think we're going to be able to set up a zoom, right? Dot, uh, I hope right. Yeah. So
0: um, Marty, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to just uh, quickly finish up so I can get yeah. to some. Other so people.
2: I just I just wanted to say all our efforts for about 10 years or more are not lost. and it's all coming back. And um, even the work that I did with Judy and Nancy, it seems to be all coming back right now. so,
0: yeah, I agree. Um, thank you, Marty. Thank
2: you. So
0: after Christine, I'd like to um, uh, everybody to just like take 30 seconds to tell us some, some of your favorite, one of your favorite memories with the Department of Peace, uh, Peace Alliance, so we can get some more people in the call. Christine.
12: Hi, everyone. It's so great to see all these faces. I know we all feel the same way. It's just <laughs> uh, inspiring and, and delightful. Uh, Thank you, Jan, for the shout out. I just wanted to let uh, people know about what Department of Peace means to John and I, and I'll speak for myself. Um, I remember that training day with Lynn McMullen and Dot Maver here in San Diego. We had 145 people at the Unity Center, and I started to learn. I'm from Canada. I knew nothing about lobbying or American government or civics or any of those kinds of things. And as a result of what I learned there and the lobbying we did and starting these, uh, the Southern California um, district and the work that we did, I was fully prepared when I became an American citizen. Um, And it's just meant the world to me that the learning about how, um, how things can be done and hopefully one day will be done in America as far as Department of Peace uh, peace Building. Um, The way it manifests in my life now is being on the board of the Anti-Racism Institute, which is a new nonprofit. And our approach really is to educate white people about what it means to be a person of color in America, because many of us who live in a white dominant culture really don't know. I certainly did not know what I didn't know about living in a in a skin that's a different different color, and once you learn the lived experience of a person of color in America, you can't not do something. So our our seven week program ends in every single graduate doing a racial equity project out in the community of their own choosing, and um, that's how we're making an impact and how I continue to keep my heart around peace. So Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you.
0: So how about some more people, some, a good memory you have that you'd like to share?
5: Yes, Susan?
13: And you, Am I?
5: You're get- yeah, here, you go.
13: Okay. Um, well, from the very beginning, before the Global Renaissance Alliance, I became involved when it was, I can't remember the name. I don't know if it was National Peace, something or other. And that morphed into the Global Renaissance Alliance. So I go way, 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 way back. Um, enjoyed being involved in the conferences. I have a dear friend. Um, her name is Jerry Eitner. And she had connected me with Dennis Kucinich many years ago. And I was able to move around with the Department of Peace Legislation and and lobbied for a while and then had the good and volunteered and volunteered and then had the good fortune of working with Kathy in D.C. in the D.C. office for I don't know how long we were there. How long were you there? I think it was about Um, a year and a half. um, So enjoyed volunteering there and then sort of stepped away for a while, well, for a long while. And I'm just delighted to be back. So it's lovely to see faces that I remember from way back when, from conferences, from get-togethers, and it just feels like there's a new, um, like an energizing effect here, as if things are starting to to come together again. So it's just lovely to see all of you.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Cheryl, and then Julianne. Oh, Oh, Cheryl, Ted, Julianne. It's really
5: hard to pick one, (laughs) they're just so, I know I'm gonna cry. It's so amazing to see everybody. I think this was uh, a group of people that I felt like was my tribe more than anyone I've ever met. And I remember being on one of our forwards and uh, Lynn McMullen was leading a meditation And we just envision circling Congress and sending them light. Mm. And I I still think about that a lot. And I do that a lot. And I've been doing that constantly. Like every day, I think about Ukraine. I think about Putin. And I send him light. And I send him love. And it's, it's something I never would have been able to do without being part of this. To realize he is a human being. And when we just isolate in our mind and think of him as evil and bad, um, you know, he's seems to have lost sight of his humanity, but that doesn't mean we have to. And I think there's real power in that. There's real power in sending that love and that light to someone else, no matter, you know, what, what we think of what they're doing in the world. It's, and being a spiritual person, it's really hard to know um, what the big scheme is and, and what role somebody plays. And despite all the horrific consequences of their actions, somewhere I have to believe that there's, there is a higher power that knows where we're going. And I think our role is, is to hold that space for Putin to find himself to be human again.
0: Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you, uh, Cheryl. Uh, Does anybody know how to contact Lynn? We've been trying to get in touch with her. If you do, let me know in the chat. Just you can uh, uh, private message me. Uh, And there are some posts in the chat. If we have time, I'll read them. But I'm going to go to Ted next and then Julianne.
14: Hey, all. Hi, hey, Cheryl. Thanks for that reminder. I, I remember uh, that, that uh, meditation with Lynn as well. That, and afterwards I, I do long distance running and I, uh, I used to imagine George Bush on one side and Saddam Hussein on the other side. And we just talked through how to get through this. So that was fun. But it, the memories I had, I, I, I know we all, we all did a lot of work and just, just seeing all you is, is fantastic, but I know we put a lot of work into the, these efforts, but my, my, fond memories are the after parties in, in this, the side events we used to have uh, in the DC conferences, in the uh, San Diego Forward where I met Wendy or got to know Wendy better I should say and, and we haven't been apart much since then. Um, but hey, uh, one, of the, one of the fondest things I remember was that um, it was my second conference. It was the one where we were actually staying in. I think it was Arlington or Alexandria, the other side of the river. And uh, we had an evening, our, our, our post lobby event was with Steven Tyler and, and uh, uh, I guess that was Georgetown or George Washington, anyway. Um, and it was a great event. Everybody put a lot of work into that. Um, everything went well. I remember as, as we were leaving, Wendy and I were cleaning up and, and helping out, you know, clearing people out. And they. I stopped by the stage and picked up a, um, a piece of paper that Steven Tyler had written down his, um, his little notes on. I wish I could, I could dig that out quickly, but I, I couldn't. So I, uh, but it was, it was really a fond memory there. And then uh, as, as we were leaving, we had to go out the back door and, and uh, the, the talent was still kind of um, winding down and, and the back door, everybody, there were just tons of Steven Tyler fans hanging out down there waiting for them. And, it was a cold night and I had a trench coat on I I pulled the coat over my my head as we left the door and everybody started screaming yeah and then it was just me and Wendy and that took took my coat off I was like oh no. and I said well what's what are we and they all and a bunch of them said we love you too and so that was just one of the things that kind of stood out but really um, a, lot, a lot of good a lot of good activities that we did I uh, appreciate getting to know all you good, good to see you uh, my friends from Maryland here, uh, Joyce and Susan, and, and maybe one or two others that I, I didn't get through. So good to see everybody.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Ted. Great to see you too.
14: And my San Diego shirt. And
0: yeah. Great. Julianne?
3: I was going to mention the very same conference, Ted, but I was uh, I was going to bring up Walter Cronkite and what a treat it was to yeah. see- that was good yeah that was so awesome and Dennis was there as well um for me it was particularly fun because Marianne went with my uh group to see Orrin Hatch but of course Orrin Hatch was not available so we met with him. yeah and the staff had heard Stephen Tyler on NPR that day so that was pretty cool he was very impressed with that but um, that was a great conference there's so many memories so many different times we were all together and whether it was on the phone or in person I have just really appreciated it and Wendy you look awesome so, as everybody does but
15: you look so dang cute that's all I'm going to say love you all thank you Julianne
0: Wendy I miss you you're out
16: I miss you too, Kathy and everybody. Uh, it's so great to join this call even late and to be part of these really special memories. Uh, if you ever wonder if peace and love go together, please know that Ted and I met during this movement and um, been, as he said, not far apart ever since gosh, babe, what is it? It's almost 15 years. And we actually got legally married just a couple of years ago. So it's official. He's not getting rid of me, no matter how hard he tries. Uh, So what an extraordinary special memory I was going to share one of my favorite memories is uh, my first kiss with the man I didn't know was going to be my future husband. And I think that could be actually one of Terry Mason's favorite memories too, because she walks out in the hallway and saw us. (laughs) It was like being in high school at the January forward in San Diego. That's great. But I also remember being with Ann Creeder at the 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 uh, friends committee for national legislation and sitting there having conversations with people who had dedicated their lives to lobbying for peace and here I was this newbie just learning and being there with Anne who really opened that door to that amazing organization and connecting us and um, you know the times of course being on the Hill and sitting with the contingent meeting with uh, the California group. And it was myself and Mike Robbins and a whole huge slew of us in Barbara Boxer's office and these little kids coming in who were her staff. And I was just like, really, can you guys buy alcohol? I don't know if you can, because they were so young. Uh, and, and having actually, talking with such passion and enthusiasm about the work we were doing and then having them throw out names of legislation and not knowing what they were talking about. <laughs> we were like, oh wow, there's so much more to learn and understand. Mm-hmm. And then uh, amazing times at Judy and Joel's house coming together as the board transforming and retransforming and retransforming and recreating and recreating over and over and over. And to see Judy and Terry and Dot and Hart and Jeffrey and so many of us who, uh, and I should say you actually, who, and Nancy, oh my gosh, Nancy continuing to lead the charge for speaking about the Department of Peace and Kathy coming full circle and just that willingness to keep recreating ourselves in so many times, in so many ways. And uh, what an amazing... Amazing testament. It is so, so wonderful to see all of you.
0: Wendy, I have a secret wish for you to come back and help me.
16: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's another actually strange favorite memory. I might tell more than people want to know, but Jeffrey actually facilitating a time when Kathy and I were both on staff and it got really hard, like really hard. And I remember Jeffrey saying, you're in a really hard situation. And it's really hard to be your best self when you're in a really hard situation.
0: Yeah.
16: but yeah. just that commitment to keep on trying and keep on being and keep living. Keep living the thing that we were all advocating for. And heart, I quote you all the time, with my staff now, we're not just here to get our work right, we're here to get our lives right. It's
0: beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Wendy. Oh, we have time for a couple of more. Uh, David. Oh, and then uh, somebody with Dan Hart Jeffrey. David, go ahead.
17: I think it was 2005. There was a Northwest conference for the Department of Peace Legislation at a retreat center on Puget Sound. And Lynn McMullen was there. And Um, It was like the morning before breakfast, the second day, and there was a labyrinth at this retreat center. And I started walking into it just kind of empty, not knowing what to expect. And it didn't take long before I just got this total certainty that someday there will be a U.S. Department of Peace. And I just wept. And then I went into breakfast and Lynn McMullen asked me to be the Oregon State coordinator, and how could I refuse?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was hard to say no to Lynn about anything. Mm. All right, so uh, last will be uh, whoever wants to share with Dan Hart and Jeffrey, and then we'll start closing up the
13: call.
8: Yeah, it's me and it's Hart, and I wanted to share that um, at one of the conferences in the very early days, Lauren Abramson, shared from community conferencing and that was one a turning point in my life. She talked about restorative justice and about how she showed a video on how people that were totally against each other and you know in jail and criminals and it just blew my mind. I couldn't comprehend the fact that people could have the courage to face each other, whether they've been hurt by someone or whether they hurt someone. And that stuck with me. And that's a primary piece of peace building in my eyes. It's preventative, it's intervening, and it's healing. Uh, it's a beautiful process. So any of you that don't know that much about restorative justice, please just do, look, look it up. Write us or something, or write Dan, or uh, it's such a beautiful, beautiful way of humanizing justice and each other. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren.
0: Thank you. All right, so I'm gonna introduce Nancy Merritt and she's gonna give us some updates on the Department of Peace and what's going on right now. Uh, Nancy joined the Peace Alliance and Department of Peacebuilding campaign in 2004. She's been with the Peace Alliance continuously since that time. Uh, She served as State Coordinator for California for the last 15 years. She represents the Department of Peacebuilding campaign on the Peace Alliance Leadership Council. She was instrumental in getting Barbara Lee to introduce the bill in Congress after Dennis Kucinich was unfairly redistricted. So, uh, Nancy, you are on.
15: Okay, it's so nice to see everybody. Um, One of my duties on this call was to admit people in the uh, into the waiting, from the waiting room. So I've had the honor of seeing all the faces who've come on and it's really, really exciting. Um, I also want to uh, apologize to Cecilia earlier for uh, my alarm going off. It turns out if you burn too much sage, it sets off your alarm. (laughs) So anyway, Welcome, everybody. It's, it's like I said. It's really nice to see you. Um, as you all know, there is still a Department of Peace Building Bill in Congress, and um, we're excited about that. And we hope uh, we hope some of you will get uh, reinvigorated to to um, advocate for it uh, with your Congress people. So. Um, my uh, slot is uh, to mention a couple of calls that we have coming up relating to Department of Peacebuilding and a couple of actions. Uh, we're going to have a trainer kind of refresher call for uh, people who are interested in um, learning more and participating in the Mother's Day PI actions. And I'm sure most of you remember this uh, genius initiative by Lynn McMullen. Uh, We've still been doing it. We've still been going um, to the offices. Of course, the last couple of years have been virtual. So um, this year will be mainly virtual visits also. So um, I think Deanne is busy putting into the chat when these meetings are, where you can, how you can sign up and all that stuff. So we would love to have you involved in that. another event we have uh, so that call is on the 25th of this month just next week another call we have as a, a two-part series with uh the author rivera sun and it's a it's a a conversation with her about her book um and it's also a piece a, a fundraiser for our department of peace building so She's written a series, R R E R A, which I haven't read yet, but it's a fantasy adventure that also incorporates the idea of uh, anti-bullying, non-violence, and uh, that kind of thing. So that should be that should be really fun, a really fun thing. And we thank her for doing this as a support for Department of Peace Building. Um, the next thing is on what date did we decide? Five eleven. Um, we'll have a, an engaging the grassroots call for any of you who are who would like to uh, share more about how you would like to get engaged or what you're up to, and to learn a little bit more about what we're doing in the Department of Peacebuilding campaign, which is taking on like a thousand new directions right now. So. Um, even I, even I can't keep up, honestly. <laughs> um, and then one of the actions I, I've got to show you um, this. So, how can any of you possibly resist this pie? This is the pie we're asking you, the virtual pie we're asking you to send to your Congress people or any Congress members. Um, for Mother's Day, and uh, it also includes a little blurb about uh, how Congress people can sign up to be co-sponsors of the Department of Peace. Um, It's not an in-person pie, but the good thing is it's calorie-free and it's organic. So um, (laughs) please go ahead and send that to your, your Congress member or any Congress member you would like. And then um, just quickly, we're doing every month, we're doing, uh, we're calling it 11 minutes, 11 calls for HR 1111. And we have a a different list each month of Congress people to call and all that information is on our website. So we would love to have you all do any part, all of that. And uh, like I said, it's, it's so nice to see you all. It just brings back a lot of memories. So Kathy, back over to you. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, So uh,
0: Dot just emailed me, or messaged me, which is a wonderful uh, idea, Dot. Thank you for uh, bringing this into our heart space to take a moment to uh, remember Lynn. Uh, And could you help me with that, Dot? What would that, what might that look like?
6: you're you're mute you're muted mutificent as becky would say so (laughs) take just a moment and offer love from our group heart on this call to our beloved lynn mcmullen let's just take a breath together and do that we love you lynn Om Shanti.
0: Thank you, Dot. All right, so uh, the events that Nancy just shared, uh, the calls can all be found on our calendar at the Peace Alliance that The link will be in the chat, but you can also go to peacealliance.org. In the top right-hand corner is the calendar. You can look and see what's going on any day and and click on uh, to get the phone numbers or the Zoom link. Uh, We send one email a week on Mondays to let you know what's coming up that week. Uh, We have uh, monthly empathy circles, the National Peace Builder call, which is tonight, monthly Department of Peace Building call, monthly consciousness-raising book club, and on Saturday, two Saturdays a month, we have the Hope Story Circles. We have some new programs developing, uh, the Bring the Peace Movement and Building Peace Story by Story, and those links are in the chat. And uh, if you love and benefit from our programs uh, or just um, fond memories and you wanna give to us, consider donating. We currently have a goal of raising $20,000 and enrolling 22 monthly donors. And if you want to be a part of the network, you're not already receiving our emails, you can uh, click on the link in the chat and um, sign up there. And if you miss any of our calls, you can listen to them on our Peace On podcast page. Uh, there's a link in the chat, or you can go to peacelines.org. And Peace On is, you know, around on the top, one of the hyperlinks. Um, and you can share it on your Facebook page and also go to Peace Alliance on Facebook and like us. So that is going to finish us for tonight. It's been so wonderful to see all of you see the names and I hope you've scrolled through and looked at who all is here. Um, yes. yes, Could we mention yes. the call
8: tomorrow night?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Tomorrow night, we have Dennis. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Nothing. I just
8: want to make sure we mention it.
0: Yes. Surprise. Uh, Say that again. (laughs) It may be a
10: surprise for some people.
0: Oh, great. So tomorrow night, we have Dennis Kucinich on the monthly uh, Department of Peacebuilding call. So we hope you'll all join us. And that call starts at uh, 5 Pacific time, uh, 8... Eastern time. And again, you can go to the calendar and uh, click on the link there to join the call.
15: So Kathy, could we also, if uh, folks are interested in uh, learning or re-engaging a little bit more about the Department of Peacebuilding campaign or want to join one of the calls, if you would put your information in the uh, chat, that would be really helpful. But it's also, it's all on the website uh, calendar too. So uh, yeah.
0: Great. Yeah. If you want any of us to follow up with you because you want to engage again, just put your name in the chat or you can contact any of us. So we're going to end with um, Cecilia singing a, singing a song out, singing this out with a song. Thank you all again for being here. It's been just so beautiful to read the names and see the faces and share the memories. We have been connected through the years and will remain that way.
10: Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to see everybody tonight. My heart is feeling really full. As a songwriter, I want to give credit to uh, Daniel Neymar, who wrote One Power, and also to my friend Mindy Simmons, who just over a month ago, she and I were
4: scheduled to do a, a peace concert, and she passed away. And this is Mindy's song, and I just put her chorus in the um, in the chat. called I wish you peace. When I lay my head on the pillow down and I say a prayer justice and freedom in our time and I wish you peace
0: you all.
7: Thank you, everyone. Hope to see you again. Thanks, y'all.
5: Love you all so Aaron buddy. Aaron Goldman. <laughs> <everybody>.
6: Aaron Goldman <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Bolden laughs> with a beard. Look at that beard. <laughs> going to be a father. No, no. Diane. No. No. <laughs> <No. No.
10: laughs> no.
6: yeah. Where's
12: Maya? Wow. Hi Maya. Oh. Congratulations. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, here's the button. Oh my god, I love your beer. <laughs> and- <Mazel tov>. <laughs> <laughs>
8: oh, Julie, that's great of Dan. Did Dan remember business. this?
15: Thank you
0: for joining us today at Peace On. We hope that it inspires you to engage in dialogue in your larger community. Peace On is brought to you by the Peace Alliance, found at peacealliance.org.